Hello, hello and welcome. I am Lindsay, founder of Gold Digger Coaching and your host of the Anti-Hustle Club podcast. I should point out that I'm not 100% anti-hustle, but I am keen to have conversations with people about the good, the bad and the ugly that comes from chasing the hustle culture many of us grew up with. If this podcast can inspire just one person to embrace an anti-hustle hour in their everyday life, then I think we'll be on to a winner. In today's episode, I speak to creative business consultant Gemma on Rose. The conversation we had was pretty epic, even if I do say so myself, as we talked about her approach to business, her breakdown and her mission to create impact in people's lives acting with imperfect knowledge, failing fast and failing often. This is an unedited podcast. Now there are mistakes, there are tears, but it just shows that business is messy and life is messy and imperfect, but it's still happening every day. I left this conversation feeling energised, fired up and excited for the next steps and I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. It always makes me jump. I know, and then like I get the like the big sign coming yeah. up, and I'm like, Do you want to? <laughs> yeah, please don't decline that. It's like, no, I've changed my mind. I'm, I'm going. <laughs> okay, so welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be like recording this with you. Thank you for being here. Um, for those of you who are listening. Um, who don't know who Gemma is and this wonderful lady um, that I've been talking to in my DMs. Um, tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, I find that question always so daunting. It's like, oh, what? who am I? What do I do? Um, right, so my name's Gemma. So it's Gemma and Rose and I am the founder of Made Collective, um, which is a brand. So we're slightly, we're pivoting into kind of, we're niching even more down into what we do. So um, we are a creative business consultancy, so we support women to um, launch, to simplify, strategize and grow their online business. And I'm also the co-founder of Level Up and Light Up, which is a membership group for women in business, um, helping them to scale, or, you know, launch, grow, scale their business um, with clarity and confidence. So all around business, essentially, I'm big on empowerment as well. So I do factor that into my work. I'm, I'm, I'm big on empowerment and just seeing everyone do that absolute best in business and life. That's amazing. You see, you were worried about that and it was brilliant. I know, I know. I was yeah. like, oh, where do you start? What do I do? <laughs> it's really like daunting, isn't it? It's like, oh my yeah. God, what's my name? What is my name? Like, yeah. I used to have yeah. to write that down. Like when I first started <laughs> yeah. working. Yeah. Yeah, my name's Lindsay and this is the company that I work for yeah. I think you know what for me I think that there a fear came around that whole like what do I do when when I first started business um like you see so much about like your your elevator pitch and being yeah. able to summarize what you do in one sentence and that put the fear of God into me I was like oh my god how do I summarize what I do I do so much I'm so passionate about so many things mm-hmm. and now I'm just kind of like although I have that slight moment of what the hell do I do? Yeah. Um, I'm just kind of like, do you know what? This is what I do and take it or leave it. Hopefully it makes sense. Do you know what I mean? Without having that pressure of like, try and make it into a sentence or make sure you touch on who you help, how you help them, what yeah. you do yeah. and all of that jazz. Just be cool. Be cool. That's what yeah. I have to do myself for sure. Yeah. Um. So welcome to the Anti-Hustle Club podcast. Um. What I try and ask most of my guests who... Um, join me to start with is what hustle means to you just a general like easy question to start off with of course yeah what does hustle mean to me do you know what hustle means to me is essentially going after what you want um going yeah going after you want having goals having ambition having drive and going after what you want but I also don't believe that hustle should be hard um I think we always feel like when I feel like we always feel like we need to work hard to get what we want and that's not what hustling is for me it's just you know what being very clear having vision having goals and just going after it going after it no matter if that's in a chill way in a um I'm about to burn out way whatever way people want to do it that's their hustle yeah I really like that 
the way you describe that as well because I think you and we've had different people on the podcast and it means different things to different people which is completely understandable um but I think the fact that I kind of from what you said around see this is a bit I'm gonna have to cut out because like I'm like oh my god what am I talking about I'm definitely gonna cut this bit out um maybe I will maybe I won't maybe maybe I won't. don't in. do it don't do it no I'm gonna leave don't this bit in just so people yeah. know that like it shit happens yeah this is business right it's you've got a goal your goal is to have this podcast to launch this episode doesn't matter how you get there absolutely not Keep yeah you know what I'm gonna leave it in yeah That's it. leave it in it'll make it a lot easier for me to edit yeah yeah, yeah. leave it in it's hard work don't do it <laughs> for sure but I think what I was thinking when you were talking about hustle was that for a lot of people it, it means the positive of what you talked about there but I think a lot of people have like hooked onto the negative of what hustle is and that hustle equals working hard yeah and I think that is something that especially in a corporate environment that I see and have seen um that that kind of you've got to be successful you have to work hard you have to hustle you have to go for that next goal like where do you think that comes from like that that narrative do you know what I've I've thought on this because I mean I there's definitely a book recommendation I want to give you to at the end but when I read this particular book um which is Chilpana I don't know if you've heard of it yep I have yeah Yeah, absolutely love that book um and so I had that question. I was like, where does this, where does this kind of like hustle has to be hard come from? Um, I know for me personally, so I can only speak from like my own personal perspective, but I know growing up, um, we didn't have a lot of money. Um, money was hard. Right. And yeah. it was, I seen my mom work as a single, as a single mom, I see my mom work ex- extremely hard to get what we had. And mm-hmm. for me, that's, I've grew up with, that mentality is like you know money is hard being being wealthy is hard having this is hard you have to work hard for it so for me it was just it's been ingrained in me that to get what you want you have to work I mean my mum worked multiple jobs just to kind of like put food on the table electric gas and all of that Mm -hmm. so for me that's that's what I've that's normal to me yeah um And I think also in like school and education, like we're always taught, like you need to work hard to achieve this. And there's so many reasons I feel like it's it's instilled on us to kind of like have this, to get what you want, you need to work really hard. Like it's it's crazy. And I try and now I take a step back from that. Like I do catch myself where I'm like, oh my God, why are you trying to do so much just to um achieve that one goal or I don't know about you but I know I feel massive guilt when I just lay down and do nothing I'm like I should be productive this shouldn't be this easy I don't think I can do it like I I try yeah but I'm like and it is something that I I work on a lot but like I my boyfriend laughs at me I schedule in like time to like downtime because I love having yeah (laughs) he's like why do we need to plan like our entire lives like why do you need yeah. to plan to chill out on a Friday night? Why can't you just yeah. chill out on a Friday night? And I guess it is because I'm from like my past and like before I had my breakdown, it was like I was very, very much like all guns blazing with work. It was my everything, like working so hard, yeah. doing everything. Like I just don't know how to stop. Yeah. But even when I'm like, and I'm guilty of it, like I'll sit on the sofa and watch TV, but I will be doing stuff. For the business or yeah never really like proper down that thing of like for me it's like hustles like I see people kind of like equate like their hustle with like their productivity like yeah. it's it's but then you can have like really bad productivity I know like yourself you just touched on it right you just you said about a breakdown and I've had one or two of those um and before leading up to that it was bad productivity I was doing so much without yeah. actually doing anything like it wasn't actually going anywhere so like now is like I try I mean I take I mean my work days are very short and I've designed it to be like that and I now try not to feel so guilty about laying on the sofa and binging out on Netflix or going out and just shopping or being with friends and thinking oh my god I should be getting that done because I know in the mindset of that I'm not it's not going to be productive to me the business and what I want to achieve you know so yeah I definitely feel like we we you know like associate hustle with productivity how much are you doing oh my gosh if you're not doing that much how the hell are you achieving that yeah <laughs> you know yeah. and it's and that's a lie it's a lie 
It really is. And <laughs> I mean, a lot of the time, like with the, the, you know, how much are you achieving? Like how many hours have you worked? Like there is that kind of, and I'm speaking like, there is that badge of honor of like, oh my God, I was in the office like 16 hours yesterday. Like, yeah. I remember like being proud of that. Like I would wear yeah. it, like, I was like, oh my God, like I was in at six and then I didn't leave till 10, like go me. And I'm just look back yeah. and like, oh, Lindsay, like what? Like, yeah. and my I'm parents were like, you know, we're really worried about you. And, and I was like, it's fine. I'm just going to go. I just need to get this promotion. I just need to get mm. to this level and then it'll calm down. Yeah. And now it's the realization that, that, it's never going to calm down because yeah. there's always going to be that. Yeah, hundred percent. The same as you. When I first started my business, I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so busy, loving it. This is my to do list. Look at me." And I used to put on my Instagram stories and be like, "Oh, this is my to do list. I've got so much to do. I'm working with this client, this client, and you know, I've got to do all this admin work." And then it's because that's what I've seen other people, other successful people doing. And then I was like, "Whoa!" I had a massive. I'm, I burned out massively. I think after like say eight nine months of business and I was like no you can you can achieve what you want without actually having to do as much you know like you you can do it you just is it what works work smarter I can't remember what the actual phrase is yeah right and that's and that's what I try and adopt like that's for me that's what hustle is it's just achieving your goals in any way that you want to do it as long as you're doing it as long as you're hustling for it and and making steps to make it happen yeah and I think like having the like you know you define you defining what success is for you plays a big part of that as well like yeah like how did you because I mean you know you said you saw other people other successful people Mm -hmm. online like sharing what they do in the day like how did you decide what success looked like for you I think going through so I started a so when I started my business I then worked with a business coach and I think I was very much aligned to where my business was going and then I worked with this particular business coach um and they made everything around about money and it that was not aligned to me but for some reason I went along with it um I think I just was just caught up in this and so they made money what what would what would define me successful is how much money I earn, right? Yep. Um, and I got to a place of burnout. So basically that looked like working with this coach, them getting me to do a ton of stuff, like overwork myself to try and to achieve these financial goals. And when I got there, I completely burned out. And I was yeah. like, yeah, this is not what I want. This is not success. So I think I had to go through that to to really understand what success is for me. It was just a really bad situation, but I got so much out of it. And I'm thankful I actually worked with that coach now because I think coaching always doesn't have to be a great experience. It can it can sometimes be a learning experience, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I took from that was actually, yes, of course, of course I want money. Of course I do. I think anyone who says they don't isn't, you know, when you're not yeah. being truthful, of course I want money, but that's not what success looks like for me. It looks like building a business that is for filling um that allows me to work bare minimum if I can and you know that's being honest that allows me to spend time with my daughter I'm a single mom so that's really important for me um that feels aligned yeah it doesn't burn me out and it's just chill and I can um help others and of course be rewarded the the reward is money but that doesn't look like success that's not success for me right is everything else that comes along with it and then I'm rewarded with money at the end of it so yeah I had to go for a really terrible situation to really understand what success was for me yeah and I'm sorry that you have to go through that like I know having gone through it myself like we spoke about it briefly like it's not a good a good place to be and yeah and it definitely is a learning like I learned so much about myself from that situation that like I don't no one else should have to go through it but this is why like like I started things like the anti-hustle club is to kind of raise awareness of the fact that yes hustle can be positive but if you keep hustling and hustling in a negative way of like not stopping not actually stopping to think about and defining what success looks like to you then you will end up going down that path yeah like exactly it's it's kind of inevitable it is and hustle looks different for everyone and it depends 
depends. I think it's just based on the individual. Like I know people who, um, you know, like a friend of mine, he works from like say nine in the morning till like one, two in the morning, but that's because that's, and that's okay with him, yeah. you know, like yeah. that's, that suits him as an individual, but that doesn't suit me. The amount of hours I work, he would probably be so bored with what do I do with the rest of the time? So mm-hmm. hustle yeah. looks different for completely everybody. And that's why for me, it is just about, it's just hustling is going after what you want essentially in any way that it suits you. Yeah. I, really, or not. <laughs> I really like that. Um, and I think, so I mean, in that case then, like, have you encountered hustle in a negative way? So you talk about it in quite a positive way, which is great. Like, have you encountered it in like a negative way? You spoke about the money, like thing mm. with the, the business coach, like, what would you say to that? Yeah, I would say definitely experienced it in a ne- negative way. That was, I would definitely say that period of time was a time where, um, I felt that like hustle, like I was not doing enough. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like I should have been posting five times a day on, on Instagram. And I'm like, five times a day, I don't even do that a week. Like it it was just, it was, I was, I was made to feel like I was never doing enough. If I want to be successful, I should be doing a lot more. Why are you chilling? Why are you not putting in the work? And it's like, but I am putting in the work. I am, I am doing it, but just in my own pace, it's, you know, I'm doing what's manageable for me. So that was definitely like an experience of, and and I'm also guilty of myself. I mean, I see people and, and I think social media, I find it a a positive experience, but I think when you can also be seen, you can also get kind of like a negative look on other perspectives of what's, what hustle what success is because I see people and I'm like oh my god how are they doing this all in one day oh my gosh I should really up what I'm doing I should be more productive in my day oh my gosh I should take away that one hour I give myself to just go out for a walk or you know whatever it is and yeah. focus more on business and this is why they're successful because they're doing this this and this but then their their personal circumstances might also be different I'm someone who's prone to burnout prone to breakdowns anxiety I'm a single mom um you know like other people might have a partner at home that can help them with x y and c so it looks different for everyone um and I think like so social media can be a negative place to to for yourself if you kind of go on there and see what everybody else is doing um and it happens to me you know it it, it happens but then I have to take a step back and be like but look you've had your breakdown, you've had burnout, you know exactly what happens when you're, when you're hustling in that way. Yeah. And that doesn't work for you. It works for them. And that might be because their personal circumstances allow them to work that way. Um, but that doesn't work for you. Your circumstances are different and everyone's success, their, their success milestones look different, right. As well. So yeah, hundred percent, I've definitely experienced it. And it's something you, I battle with regularly. Yeah. You know, it doesn't go away. I mean, every time I go on social media, I might see something and then have that thought of like, oh, you should be doing more. And then I'm like, nope, nope, stop. Yeah. <laughs> Come on yeah. and, and go back again with a with a new perspective. And I think, yeah, when you touch on there about like, you know, you see other people like hustling and doing all this extra work, like, again, we don't know what they're going through as well. Like they might be, you know, they're pushing themselves so hard in their business and, you know, in yeah. their corporate life and their career that, they're they might be on their way to like hustling in a negative way as well but they're portraying it as though they've been really productive and like look at yeah. all the stuff that I'm doing and and actually like I'm working really hard and I'm it's like the the presenteeism in a corporate environment like presenteeism on social media and you're showing up and doing all this stuff but they're probably not looking after themselves either they're probably not no and I think like I mean I I, I won't say their name but and I'm sure if they knew I was mentioning it, they wouldn't mind because they've spoken about it so openly. But so when I follow on social media, who I've always looked up to in business, and I'm like, oh my God, I love, I love her hustle. I love how she just goes after what she wants. She works so hard. Um, and then, you know, she got to a point where she was like, I've had a complete breakdown. I need to change my business entirely. But mm-hmm. when I was watching this, I had no idea that behind the scenes, this is what they were experiencing. Yeah. And, you know, they didn't touch on it for for months, years, never have I seen this person ever mention probably after like five years of following them on social media that they were feeling burnt out. They were working too hard. And now they've kind of like just changed their business model to, to not hustle hard. 
yeah, yeah? like kind of thing and I'm like wow you just have no idea like you said you have no idea what people are going through behind the scenes behind social media um so that was eye-opening because I was like wow if you find it hard and you're someone I look up to I'm like yeah <laughs> Jen, you're, not, you're not cut out for that <laughs> keep doing what you're doing it's slow it it takes a lot longer but it feels aligned and it feels right for me and I'm still going after what I'm I, I want to achieve that's amazing yeah and yeah absolutely I think it is more about then like rather than hustling harder it's like hustling smarter yeah like how you can like how can you because and it's something that we're brought up with like in school through like mm-hmm. uni and everything it's like you have to work hard you have to it's like beaten into you like yeah. this is what you've got to do you've got to progress through these things you have to go like I went to a school where it was like expected that you went to uni like mm-hmm. you then have to go out and get a job and then you have to work like 50 years and then you retire yeah right exactly right it's like you're giving like such a small window to 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 achieve so much and it's like but that's not for everyone that doesn't that's not the norm for everyone and this it's funny you touch on that because like one of the things is like it's something I want to try and change is like you know like the last year of is I don't know if it's the last year year 10 11 of secondary school you get career advisors coming in and speaking to you now like I hate career advisors not in a a nice way because (laughs) you still love you but like that pressure that the pressure of having that conversation with a career advisor dictated so many years of my life because they made me feel like success was like you said going to uni um getting a degree and being in like one solid job and like or career like so like a doctor or you know like a vet or whatever it like is a real job like-, like a real job right and that's not a that's not success and that's a lot of pressure and for me it's like I want to you know it's on my vision board that I want to go into schools and have these conversations with kids about to leave school that actually success looks completely different does it look like you want more happiness do you want to what do you want to experience in life what do you value what are your boundaries um how can we package that together so you go on into life and experience it like and that stuck with me because I'm a multi-passionate and I always felt like I had to pick one job yeah role like I had to be one thing and that's why it took so long to start a business work because now in my business I can do everything I feel passionate about right um but I think that is that 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 hustle that you need to work hard. You need to have a degree. You need to be doing your homework. You need to be punctual. You need to be this. It stems from then and we take it into the workforce. And then you go into the workforce, right? And you have to be punctual. You have to let me know when you're going on your toilet breaks. This is your toilet breaks. Like it's it's crazy, yeah. right? It's so crazy. You always, you know, if your boss comes by, you're like, quick, I need to get typing and look busy and look like I'm doing something. Yeah. It's it's honestly, it's nuts to me. Um like that culture and I only only hope kind of like with time that that changes I don't want my daughter to go through that because it's a lot of pressure definitely and I think it is like you do have to go that far back like when we talk about like like hustle now and why I've gone through my breakdown and everything like that like it stems from those kind of conversations that you have Mm -hmm. when you're a kid that you're not really like I was never taught about boundaries in school and like you know what a boundary is and how I can set it and like what success looks like for me because yeah the school ultimately defined what that was like the success right. was that you're going to uni and if you didn't go what the hell is wrong with you like why aren't you going yeah like, and like kudos to my my sister's 10 years younger than me and she was like you know everybody in her year was like right we're going to uni and she was like I'm not going mm-hmm. I'm not going um, and she, <laughs> yeah. she's like I'm not going um yeah. I'm going to go be in the military so she went oh to be God, a wow. mu- musician in the Royal Marines band like so yeah, she did something that. completely different and I was just yeah. like and I didn't even think about it until like recently I was like holy shit like good for her like because yeah, yeah. she completely went against the grain and when there's so yeah. many other people in that environment it's like this is the path you have to take yeah honestly I could go so deep into this I just feel like there's <laughs> like I think like so many people and 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 this is and this is probably why I do the work that I do because I think so many people try to live up to society's like ideals of like how we should be and I tr- I'm trying to break that through the work that I do is like do you know what? you can have this business you can earn as much money as you want you can experience life on your terms 
you can implement those boundaries like you can do all these things like just because they don't match what what society thinks we should be doing you can do it and it doesn't it shouldn't be hard I don't know why we make it I don't know why it has been made so hard should I say because it has been made for hard um, hard for people to step out of like that nine to five or step out and create a business that just aligns to them um it's, it's really difficult you know there should be more support for businesses and people wanting to kind of just create a job work that completely aligns to who they are and how they work best but it's hard it's, it's been made so hard and I think that's because everyone is so caught up in like what society's ideals are for us yeah you know and it's not for everybody it's definitely not for me no and I think like that was like accepted it was accepted for generations that this was what you did like my parents were like you go and get a job and then you don't like this none of this like multi-passionate kind of doing lots of different things you can't you wouldn't why would you go like job hopping like every two years like that 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 doesn't look good on your cv so yeah like you know it's those kind of questions that we never really ask that then all feeds into we need to work hard we need to hustle we need to right work hard to be successful yeah and success means that we have to climb up the career ladder like yeah yeah I don't know how much I was asked like at uni or in my first jobs like what does success look like for me it's like right so we're gonna go for this next promotion like we're gonna go for this next promotion maybe I don't want to get promoted maybe I don't want to be a people manager maybe I don't like like well I like people but like maybe that's not for me but it's that expectation of this is the next step that we've set out for you so you have to conform yeah when you said that I was like oh my god it all comes flooding back it's like you know those like when you would have I don't even remember what they're called now um where you would going for like those those catch-up meetings and your reviews and stuff yeah yeah. things like that and then you'd get given a form about like what you want to achieve next and oh my god yeah see it's just like these are it was like what do you want to achieve but within these boundaries (laughs) you know like this is this is what we think you should be heading towards um so where do you want to go with it kind of thing but yeah even that is kind of like it's that's your idea of what the next step is for myself or where I should be going in this company it's not my idea it's your idea and you kind of just go along with it because everyone else is like um and also like touching on that it's like my friends family like none of them have their own business um and I always get kind of like I feel like I get made to feel like I don't have a real job um when yeah. I'm like you know if 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 someone messages me in the day and they're at work and they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm just going out for a walk. And they're like, oh, well, that must be nice. And it's like, well, <laughs> what it is, yeah, A, it's nice. Yes, it Two, is. I created that opportunity. Yeah. And three, it doesn't have to be hard. Like I can make money and you can make money, but I'm just doing it in a completely different way. Like you're hustling, I'm hustling, but the, the hustle it's looks completely different, different. <laughs> yeah. you know? Um, but I always have that kind of like those conversations where I was like, well, you should really get a real job and like but this is a real job just because I can work when I want take time off when I want sleep have a nap in the day when I want doesn't yeah. mean I'm not working it just means I'm doing I'm working when you're essentially maybe not working or you know do you know what I mean it's yeah. like it's it's just two completely different worlds than it I really did what hustle is and you do feel like a, a bit of an outlier like to start mm-hmm. like like I started this business um like 18 months ago so it's still relatively new and it's like you know this is a real job like you know what does you know I love a daytime nap I am or I'm a fan of an afternoon nap like and if I can fit that into my day then I'm really proud of that like that is what success to me has has become so different to what it was for me like three years ago yeah um but I think oh sorry when you're saying that because I think I can't remember what book it was I read it in and I could be completely wrong but I'm sure I'm not but I'm sure I've read somewhere that like many years ago like this was not the people didn't work like this like they would take like regular naps in the day yeah um, they would get up maybe work for four hours do this um and then have a nap then go back to work and just and and it wasn't like a nine to five thing and they're like humans are not cut out to work the way we are set up to work yeah now and when I read that I was like you know what no you're absolutely entitled to go and have that nap you can work however you want to work because it made me feel like actually we're not wired to work like that because why do we think so mental health is so is so high people are burning out left right and center because we're not 
cut out to work like that. Like go with, for me, I work with go with the flow. Just go with go where your energy takes you today. You yeah. know what needs to get done. What do you feel like doing today? If it's nothing, it's nothing. It will still get done. You know. Yeah. So when I read that, I was like, no, you're absolutely right. They never used to work like this. It was never. It was never set up to work five days a week, two days off and work nine till say five. People would have naps in the day. You know, they'd go out and see their friends, go back to work. Um, so I don't know what, what or why that changed. <laughs> why did it? No clue. Like it's <laughs> because it is definitely not like that anymore. Oh, no, no, um, definitely not. And I think one thing you noted on there, like, you know, you can you can work in the hours that kind of suit you and and what works best for you, I think with covid happening obviously like the last couple of years like that meant that organizations had no option but to let people work how they wanted to work yeah and I think even though there's been like a negative there has been like I've I've read some research that like burnout has been has actually been a little bit worse because people don't know how to separate the home from Mm -hmm. their their work life boundaries again important people that have boundaries they don't have set them but I know there are a lot of people that don't really want to go back into work because they've managed to find something that works for them. Like they might get up at six, do a couple of hours of work and then go for a walk. Yeah. For an hour and a half. I've been having the same conversations with people and I'm like, how do you feel about going back to the office? They're like, you know, they, they, they miss it and they, they miss it because is that having that connection, right? But then we've also been in lockdown. So when you're in lockdown and not seeing anybody, of course you're going to feel isolated. But I think, they, they don't want to go back because they've, like you've said, initially it was hard. I found it hard. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a mess. We've never worked like that, have we, in our time? We've never, that's this has never happened. Um, but they don't want to go back. They like what you said, that freedom, that kind of work, the way they want to work. And it doesn't mean the job hasn't been getting done. Yeah. You know, it's been getting done. And actually it's probably, they've been more productive um, than they would be at the office. Um so I'm hoping like employers kind of see that and give people that option of like that flexible working um, at the very least and that kind of like freedom to kind of set out their own work day as well. Yeah, like I think we're all adults. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and whether you're like, and if you're in the office, there's going to be some people that take the piss and don't do the work. Yeah. So whether they're at home or in the office, that's still going to happen. That's not going yeah. to change. So yeah. you manage them how you manage them. Like, irrespective of where they are you looking over their shoulder every day it's not really going to make that much of a difference but we are adults and like you've brought us in to do a job you know we can do that job and I think Mm -hmm. some some organizations I've seen have like said that they're not going to have anybody back in the office which is great some have been like the complete opposite saying we want people back in full time um I remember I was looking for role I was looking for like some roles I think it was last year or the year before just as COVID was happening yeah. and they were like back in the office and I was like oh I can't no I'm I'm out thanks like, yeah <laughs> I'm good yeah. thanks like yeah. what is wrong yeah. no. did you realize that and that was the same for me I think I, I, I started my business in gosh um was it 2020 March 2020 so just yeah. just as the same. pandemic yeah. hit and and I, qu- I quit my job. So I started my business, quit my job all within six months. And what was the deciding factor is that they wanted me to go back into the office. And I was just like, I, I can't do it. I, there's just, there's no way I can go back to the office. I found my feet. I love being at home, mm-hmm. having that freedom to go out for work. And also what I noticed though, as well, like talking about like working hard hustle is I was at home working, doing that job, but I realized how actually I wasn't that busy and then when I'm in the office, I'm like, I feel really super busy. And it was like, well, what's changed here? Because I'm being as productive. I'm getting everything done. But it made me realize when I'm in the office, I find crap to do. Yeah. That doesn't actually work towards anything. Nobody sees it. Nobody knows. There's a lot of organization, a lot of like yeah. what I fluffing around. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that is a negative experience of hustle, right? It's like being in the office showing that actually I'm being really productive, I'm working, when actually it was like really bad productivity. I was burning out, I was tired. I was leaving the office like, oh my God, what a what a busy day. I'm overwhelmed, I need to go and sleep. When, when we hit the pandemic and I was working from home, I was like, right, well, people are doing the job they should have been doing. So I don't need to do that. I've done yeah. my bit. What am I actually here doing? You know, like, it's, yeah, it's you crazy. find that like, you know, maybe like the six out of the eight hours, you're productive. What you do with the other two hours, like yeah. what do you need that time to do? Like, yeah, yeah, 
I think it is very much like one quote that one thing that always stands out to my stepmom used to tell me, or she still tells me now, she's like, um, if you can't do the job in the hours that you've been given, then you're either doing the job wrong or you're doing more than you should be. Like, yeah, like you're you doing like two people's jobs or you're doing something wrong because you should be able to do it in the time. Yeah, I love like, that. Yeah, I absolutely love that because I think in that situation, it was definitely was doing way more than what I was even paid to do just because yeah. of, you know, because you're there and you don't want to show that you're being, you're working, you're a hard worker. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, I'm a hard worker. I deserve the next promotion. I deserve this because I've been working hard. But actually, I've done the job I get paid to do. That's actually in my contract. I've done it very well. It's not my fault if I've got three, four hours spare. That's not on me. I still deserve that promotion. Yeah. But I'm not, not going to work harder for it because I don't get paid to do it. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, completely. Oh. Are you there? I'm here. Yeah, it froze then, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh my God, where did you go? <laughs> but yeah, I think it is like, it is something that will definitely, it's going to be interesting to see over the next like six months at least to see where this this falls and like what happens. And I think there has been a lot more focus on employees' mental health and mental well-being, which is good, but I don't want it to be kind of like a lip service of, you know, we're helping you but you know are you really or is it just that that's an add-on because you feel like you should or do you actually really care and want to yeah you know want to make a difference no I Um, agree so when we talked on we were chatting our dms and we were talking about um independence and hustle um I'd really be interested to get your thoughts on like you know where did that independence come from and like how did that have an impact on you as you kind of went through your career and and built the business yeah do you know because yeah we were having that conversation um and if I'm right it was along the lines of kind of like being really over independent and being really self-reliant and for me that stemmed from um as you know um and I mentioned to you I was raised in like a single parent home Mm -hmm. um had an absent dad um and I see my mum work really really hard to kind of just put food on the table and I learned that it was that if I want something done I have to do it myself right like you cannot rely on others um like that one person say my dad who I should have been able to rely on was he was nowhere to be seen I could not rely on him so it's like right I need to get this done I'm just watching my mum do everything to get stuff done um, and I've had that mentality throughout the rest of the whole of my life, should I say. Um, and it's it serves its purpose, but it's also a really negative trait as well. And mm-hmm. I really re- understood that when I started my business. Um, I started my business and I wanted to show that I could do this myself. I've done this. I've built this up. I've done it by myself. I've put the hard work in without asking for any help. I figured this all out. And then I quickly hit burnout. Um, and then I was like, right, what, what, why, why is this? What's going on? And I kind of looked at my life as a whole, not just in business, but I was like, you are very over independent and there is, there's independence. And then there's being over independent where you don't want to ask for help. You don't want to receive the help and you want to do everything yourself. You rely solely on yourself. Um, and I realized that I was doing that in every area of my life from relationships to business, to being a mom, to everything, um and and it's I had to stop I hit burnout I was like right I need to ask for help first of all I need to ask for some childcare help right so I can actually do do the work I need to do in my business I also need to help ask for help in my business because I, you cannot build right my thing is you cannot build a business alone you know you can be a solopreneur you could be an entrepreneur but you know what like if you look at the the richest entrepreneurs in this world like Richard Branson etc they have massive teams. They're not building empires alone. And I had to learn that. And the moment I started inviting people into like my, my business, for example, it's just done so well. And I don't feel like I'm alone in the journey. I don't feel like I, I'm, I'm burning out. I feel like you have to trust others until they show you otherwise right and that was something I had to learn I have to trust you to be like hey I need help with this do you mind helping yes I'll do it and I have to leave that and pass that over and trust they do it if they don't then that's a different story but yeah I think there is definitely 
Um, and I think it comes from like, it comes from trauma. It comes from childhood experiences why a lot of women and don't always, and they don't always recognize it either. Um, and it, and and is when I have those conversations with clients, I'm like, ah, oh, maybe you need to ask for more support, more for more help. They don't like, no, I can do this. What do you mean? I'm more than capable. And I'm like, it's not that you're not capable, but there's someone who's an actual expert in this and can do it and save you the time. Invite them in, let them help you out. Um, so yeah, that was like a really powerful conversation because I think you said that that was something you identified with at one point. Yeah, I was like Miss independent like you know the like little miss books like I was a little miss independent yeah. for sure and I think that came so I um got married I was married early got divorced early and um, so I was divorced married and divorced by the time I was 27 and I was like I'm a single woman I am like I can do it miss independent like was it Destiny's Child or Beyonce like that was my yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. And yeah, I was, yeah. like, that was me. Like, I would do everything myself. I would be, like, and other people would help me, but I would be, like, the, I would be their person. And I can do everything. I was the person that everybody came to with stuff. Like, I was the strong one, like, yeah. in the relationship groups. Like, and I was happy to be that. And then I was just, and then it was, like, I can't be that anymore. But it is definitely, like, independence. Yep, I'll get it done. I'll do it. I'll help out. I'll take on more stuff. I it's can like do everything myself. That's something to prove, isn't it? It's like we're trying to prove something to someone, but who are we trying to prove it to? It's like it's it 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 all kind of leads back into that hustle, that that hard work. It's like I'm doing this by myself. Like, please recognize this, reward yeah. me. Like, you know, like I'm I've done the hard work by myself, and it, actually, it doesn't. You don't get far. You don't. You don't get far. You can. But you're gonna probably burn out. Yeah. You know, you're probably gonna, it's you, you know, you're gonna get there a lot slower than what you would if you just allow people to help. Being yeah. independent is is great, but being over independent is is definitely is a negative trait, I personally believe. Yeah, because, I, you know, I agree. praising. I think it's like actually we should be saying to people, look, accept and help is absolutely normal. It doesn't make yeah. you weaker. It doesn't mean you're working any less. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't mean anything. It, and, it, and it all plays back into that thing that we said, like work smarter, not harder. Like yeah. we've had this, like you've got to work hard, just pushed into us for so many years yeah. that like that is just what we think that we should do. And it's then like, oh, well, I need to work hard. So I need to be independent and do this myself because that's me working yeah. hard instead of like oh actually maybe somebody else could do this it would take them half the time because they're mm. trained in it yeah um you know it's not a bad thing to ask for help but that's yeah. what I used to think like it was a it was a weakness for me that I was yeah. like massive yeah mass it is a weakness it is a massive weakness I think I think if anyone's listening to this and kind of like identifies with that I think it's like just a good place to just kind of like stop and just be like where am I burning out? Where do I not have a lot of time? Where is all my energy going? And, and seeing what they can delegate out, you know? And if it is childcare, if it's help with business, even if it's helping work, you know, go and have a conversation with your manager, manager, your supervisor, and just say, look, like, I need some support here, yeah. you know? In any area of your life, if you're kind of feeling burnt out, if you're resenting that area of your life, if it doesn't feel like it's aligning, like, you probably need some sort of support or help and yeah. go and do it. Like you can be misindependent, <laughs> you know, you can be misindependent, but you don't need to be over independent to prove to anyone that you you're capable of doing it. You yeah. know, people already think that you're capable and like, as long as you think you're capable and you know, you are. And I think a lot of it comes to like, it's that external validation yeah. of like, you know, yes. this has happened. So I have to prove myself to these people. Yeah. And I'm going to do that by doing it all on my own. And that is yeah. like the best way. But yeah, that's how um, I felt like as a single mom being raised in a single parent family. I was like, no, I've got a lot to prove here. I've got a lot to prove. And I'm like, who are you proving it to yeah. the world? I'm like, the world doesn't know what's going on, really. It, it, you know, the world is so big. Like, what do you want to prove to yourself? You know, like, what do you want to do for you? Nobody else essentially cares everyone's got their own problems everybody's doing nobody cares how much hard work you've done they yeah. people don't care about the journey right they just care about the results yeah so 
you know when because I'm, I'm going to manifest it but when I come on to make like say a million million pounds people don't care about my journey there they don't care oh, about gosh. the hustle the hard work or anything else they just care that I made a million pounds how the hell did you do it yeah <laughs> who are you trying to prove it to and I think one thing that we need to be more aware of is that we need to focus more on the journey and less on the right so yes. everybody externally yeah everybody's thinking yeah. about the outcome yeah but internally we need to stop just thinking about that that yeah. final outcome and think about the journey like yes 100% agree I always say that like when I get sounds morbid but when I get to my deathbed and I'm having these conversations with like my child or kids um like I want to be able to tell them the journey like don't you know I don't I want to be able to have that journey conversation like this happened it was fun there were some hard times you know like so it's like like you said embrace the journey and enjoy the journey it should be fun it should be easy it shouldn't be hard and depressing and we all you know we all have our low moments but for the bulk of it it should be fun enjoy it life is too short for us to kind of sit here and think you know like you say it's morbid but on your deathbed are you going to remember those 16 hour days that you worked and you did at work or were you going to remember making memories or exactly right exactly <laughs> yeah so it's just yeah. getting a perspective and I think that's what we often lose is perspective yeah. when we get kind of tied into that hustle culture that it's we just get swallowed up I think and that's it that's what happened to me I kind of got swallowed up in it focusing on other people's success what you know how they define it and then I took that on yeah. and then you just lose perspective and I think that's the one thing that my breakdown gave me was perspective because I had like I had a good job um, and I tried to throw money at the situation and nothing worked like this wasn't a situation where it didn't matter how much money I had in the world like it wasn't going to be solved by me throwing money at the situation and I tried and it was just like yeah we don't care we're just gonna like until you've learned we're just gonna carry on so yeah I think that's just it gave me perspective and it's sad that it's like we have to get to that point of a breakdown to get perspective isn't it it's really sad because it's like I always I you know like before and I was like I try and take better care of myself where I like to think I do but having those breakdowns it does give you new perspective and I remember like success on one day would look like just getting out of bed oh god yeah you know do you know what I mean like that was success for me it was like you know I just need to get out of bed today and go for a walk and actually not have anxiety go shopping and not feel like panic and nerves that was success so anytime I kind of get to a place in my life now where things are feeling off or low I'm like Gemma remember what success used to look like to you two years ago you know you used to pray that one day you would be able to get up and just go for a walk get out of bed get dressed have a shower that was I remember I used to be like oh my god I hadn't washed for days and I was like just getting up and having a bath you know and so it's like it is it's having perspective it's like of course success money wealth all um are you okay yeah sorry I'm just getting a bit emotional just oh okay (laughs) sorry I'm like I've it just reminds like you forget so easily what it was like and when you like you know success for me was getting out of bed like that literally was Yeah. Oh no, no, you're getting me all emotional. Oh, sorry. Oh, I... No, no, it's fine. Oh, I'm not going to teach you. It's ridiculous. But like, no, it was, and it's you, you know, I look back. I, you do, yeah. And I often look back at my journals, like going through that time, and I remember like just the smallest thing was like success, like eating. Do you know what I mean? Like those little things, and it's like now I might sit here and be like, oh, I'm really starving. I'm really hungry. It's like jam. Just remember, like, okay, you've got food in the cupboard. You're fine. You're absolutely fine. You're not starving. You know, yeah. you know what it's like to starve because you've gotten to unhealthy levels of weight. You know, it's just, it is, it's perspective. And it's like, it's having perspective on what's right for you, what success is yeah. for you, and you I know? That's the whole reason why I started like this podcast and this business was like, I don't want people to ever get to where I was. And by being a... um overwhelm and burnout prevention coach which is what I'm kind of focusing on it is like I don't want people to get to that stage like so nip it in the bud early yeah like because it's only gonna like I used to, and I kid I used to kid myself and be like oh it's okay I'm just gonna do some more yoga this month and that's gonna help like yoga is gonna be able to solve yeah. my problem like yeah. yoga's great but like yeah. yoga's not gonna stop me having panic attacks like 
it's that kind of situation so um yeah sorry I think the, the, I think the work that you do is so key because I think people's like they hear burnout and they're like oh I'll worry about that when I get to it and it's like what they don't realize is that it happens over a period of time there's so many red flags that happen it can happen in such a short space of time as well it's, I mean, it's definitely happened to me I'm definitely one of those people prone to burnout um but it's like no you need to it's something you need to con- consistently work on you know you need to make certain changes make things a habit um to avoid burnout because burnout honestly it's how burnout is like is it considered like mental health I'm not sure if it, I don't know if it is Do you I'm know? not sure um I think <laughs> that burnout specifically is a term it refers mainly to people in a working environment so it's like it's burnout from work not just like general burnout from life but I don't See, really I agree like that's wrong because I think it's like for me like burnout is definitely should fall and fall under the umbrella of like mental health and it's not just around work it's around life as well and yeah and it's horrible you know because you've gone through it I know I've gone through it and it's horrific burnout and I think that's what I mean people don't unless you've really kind of gone through it it's like oh it's just burnout you're just tired you're just overworked it's like no it's there's so much more to burnout than just being overworked taking on too much work right yeah and I think that if you don't like recognize it and like nip it in the bud then that's when it can kind of go down the breakdown route which is what happened and I literally just fell off a cliff like yeah. I was literally one day the Saturday I was out I was in I remember I was out for lunch on sorry on the Sunday with my friend went out for a really nice lunch Monday done yeah literally Same. yeah <laughs> yeah one day it took it went from like I'm feeling really tired not well to then the next day I'm done who am I lock me up that's yeah. exactly how I felt I need to be in a loony bit I'm like I'd get something from work like I was just like like yeah crying like I was uncontrollably like just couldn't control anything yeah so, so it's like the key message is is like it's something you need to work on over time don't wait for that burnout moment yeah. do you know what I mean like don't overwork yourself it's not actually worth it do you know what I mean it's it's nothing's actually over it it it, it doesn't require that much work for me anyway I just feel like just be chill take things in your own stride, go where your energy leads you and don't worry about what other people say. Like, do you know what I mean? Like don't let them focus on their own hustle, their own hard work, their own over-independence and you do you. <laughs> and have that perspective and awareness of what's yeah. going on for you as well, because I think awareness is everything. Like if you become aware of it, you can do something about it. And I think so many people don't have much self-awareness of like, just generally in life yeah. how, how do you not know that you're doing that but like there is something you have to work on like you say and it's not it shouldn't be like um I like to think of it as like you know if you wanted to improve your physical health like you wanted mm-hmm. to go get fit you'd go to a gym or like take out a PT or you know start walking more often like what are people doing for their mental health like how are they because everybody's got mental health everybody yeah. needs you know everybody's got a mind yeah. and a brain and um, you have to look after it now mm-hmm. you, you um, do have to look after it now 100% like it's I mean I'm I'm big on mental health I'm big on and do you know what is I think today's theme is definitely self-awareness I've journaled about it today and then I've read something and I was like oh god then we've just brought it up and I'm like okay so there's definitely something about self-awareness but I think self-awareness and self-discovery are just so key yeah. like so key to so many aspects of our life um and it really upsets me when I meet someone and they just don't have a clue like you know I don't look at them like oh well you should be focusing more it's like it's sad to me it's kind of like I I wish for you that you had more self-awareness you knew who you were because I think if you knew you who you were you wouldn't be doing this and you know you could be so much more happier and you know be more fulfilled if you just knew who you were and yeah and knew what you valued and valued what you value yeah yeah so so much like before I had my breakdown and I started working with a psychologist as part of my recovery I had no clue what values were like I would know I'd be like right like I know like I'm honest and like I value integrity but like I wouldn't really know I wouldn't be able to articulate what my values were Mm -hmm. and I did loads of work on it and I now I'm just like it it blows my mind that people don't I'm like wait wait a minute so Right. So the reason that you probably aren't enjoying work is because you're doing something that isn't aligning with your values. So what do you value? And then how can you align your life with that? And it might be that you can't just quit your job the next day. 
because you know we've got bills to pay like let's be realistic yeah. i'm not going to suddenly be like everybody go quit the job and like you know go live in a monastery or anything like mm-hmm. be realistic but what can you do to get that value met yeah just honestly I like I there's so much I'm like oh my god you're just speaking to me on so many levels I'm like values like I, I'm like oh my god it's like I'm so big on values as me well too. like so big on values like you said I with like that initial kind of idea of values was like oh you know I value trust and I value like you know happiness and I'm like no it goes so much deeper than yeah. that like, it goes so much deeper than that and your values link to your boundaries there's like it, it's just like an interplay of two and it's like if you don't know what you value, you can't put boundaries on it, right? And this is why so many people end up doing things that they don't necessarily really want to do, where they say yes to things that they don't really want to say yes to because they're not, they don't know their values for one, and then they're not putting fat boundaries on values, right? Um, And that's why I'm like self-discovery, self-awareness is so, so key because you have to know these things in order to, to let them play out in your life and really kind of like respect respect your boundaries, respect your values, respect what it is that you want and how you want to do things. Um, there's definitely, we should definitely host like a workshop on values. Like, no shit. Like, I, was, know. <laughs> I was in my head. I was like, we have to do something like this because- I feel like we have to like do a self-discovery values and boundaries kind of like workshop. Yeah. Like, I think that's something people want. Like definitely let Lindsay or myself know because I feel like it's it's like I suppose that's the foundation to everything we're speaking about right now isn't it it's like that's the foundation you need to and then start building upon that everything else kind of comes but you have to start at the core at your values and your boundaries yeah and your beliefs as well and and yeah let's do it like people the people need it like it's like there's so many people I know as like as, as personal friends and I'm like you could so do with this because this way you're still going around like in circles like don't know what you're doing don't know who you are you know like letting people kind of walk all over you yeah. and just they, they if they're not going to respect your boundaries if you don't know yourself you yeah. don't know what exactly what it is you value and like you say going back to kind of like being in work and it's like you see people um like as an example as a value is like people in work they're they're burn they're burn out and they want to spend more time with their family. So family is one of something you value, right? Yeah. So how so can you put, put a boundary in place? in place? Yeah, so put a boundary in place, like, and then go to your employer. Like you said, we can't all just quit our jobs and build, you know, successful businesses. It doesn't, it takes, it takes time. It takes work, but at least go to your employer and be like, look, do you know what? I need to spend more time with my family. I need to cut my hours down or I need to, you know, I need to, not work Fridays so yeah. I can go and pick my child up and not send them to after school club or you know or spend more time with my partner like yeah, definitely and even just the boundaries like it doesn't necessarily need to be like I need to work less but actually you putting the boundary in place for yourself if you finish at five leave at five like yeah you're not gonna you're not getting paid anymore you're not getting overtime yeah. you're late and then you've yeah. three hours that you can spend with your family with your children yeah like you put that boundary in place and you uphold that like yeah you have it's just empowering yourself to kind of say actually this is important to me so I'm going to go do this yeah like one of my values is I say it's family it's family but it's it's more specific it's like spending more time with my daughter as a single mom it's just her and I and yeah I know like one of the deciding factors of me leaving my job other than not wanting to go to the office and many other things was that she I had to put her into breakfast club um, in the mornings because I had to get to work for eight. And every morning it would break my heart because she would cry and be upset. And I'm like, Jem, this does not adhere to your values. Like one of your values is having such a strong, happy relationship with your daughter. And right now she's not happy. And that was like another deciding factor is like, do you know what, Jem, you need to leave your job because she doesn't want to go to breakfast club at this time of the morning. She hates it. You're, you're watching her cry. And it's breaking your heart. Like just stop, you know, like it's, it can be something, a value can be something as simple as that. Like I value, like I want to have the best mother and daughter relationship with my child and mm-hmm. anything that kind of comes that way. I need to kind of assess and look, does, you know, does this need to happen? How can we change it? You know, is but it is, it's, it's so important as such as for me, they're like the foundations. Yeah definitely oh we're definitely good. we're doing it that's we it are. yeah I've, we've put it out there now we've had yeah to do like a, a good workshop help people kind of like get clear on their values clear on their boundaries beliefs etc and 
bring some self-awareness right to help yeah. them avoid like burnout get clear on what it is they want more of in their life in their business I'm just writing that down as an idea so I don't forget it in my notebook because I, I definitely won't forget yeah. it don't you worry <laughs> it has been so amazing to speak to you um, I know I could chat to you all day <laughs> me too I'm so so glad we connected like same I know same I'm like and that's what I love it's like just doing this work you get to it's like how do we call this work this isn't hard yeah, work yeah. do you know what I mean like yeah. it, this shouldn't be hard work we're having fun we're connecting we're talking about things that hopefully will help impact other people and it's like I get to call this work and I'm not going to apologize for it it wasn't hard <laughs> hallelujah to that oh my god amen to that hell yeah um before we finish let people know where they can find you and what you've got coming up yeah. in the workshop that we're going to do at some point <laughs> yeah of course so just pencil that that that's coming up and it's sometime soon probably in the new year I'm going yeah. to just put that out there probably January I feel like that's a really good place to kind of start with foundations um but other than that so I'm on Instagram only um which is made collective network um my website is currently under construction um but if you follow me on Instagram like that's the best place to connect with me um also level up and light up so gosh I'm rubbish with this handle it's at level up light up um and that's on instagram the website's level up and light up dot com i believe but it's on the instagram i'm really rubbish with things like this um so yeah connect with me on instagram like come and follow um if you want empowerment support with business creativity ideas mental health child like just everything anything come along and i am dropping like my new services um i'm hoping december um if not then early January so if you do want to work with me um with any one-to-one support around your business then just send me a dm at the moment dms instagram <laughs> amazing well that's how I found oh, you there? That's so, a ramble. <laughs> um yeah that's how I found you and it was look what's happened yeah. so yeah. yeah exactly yeah thank you so much for having me honestly it's been a blast it's been amazing I'm gonna stop the recording and yeah thank you so much thank you Lindsay You have been listening to the Anti-Hustle Club podcast. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you've been able to embrace just a little bit of anti-hustle into your everyday. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button, leave a review and give us a follow at the Anti-Hustle Club on Instagram.